Did you know they make toy smartphones for babies now? What is that? My little dick pic? I don't know. <laughs> hey guys, it's Cameron James from the Total Reboot Podcast. Just letting you know that I'm doing an hour comedy show at the Sydney Comedy Festival, April 29 to May 1 at the absolutely marvellous Enmore Theatre. It's in a smaller room, but that's not important. Book at sydneycomedyfest.com.au. There is limited seating, so please book early, baby. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's least coherent podcast network. Welcome to Total Reboot, the only podcast on the internet that dares to discuss... Films, cinema, movies, and streaming service providers. <laughs> uh, I'm Cameron James. I'm joined, as always, by Alexi Toliopoulos, a virgin who can't drive. Well, that is true on both counts. Yep. I will never get behind the wheel, and you bet I will never get behind a beautiful, gorgeous creature <laughs> of any kind. You refuse to get laid. I refuse. I'm saving myself for Luke Perry. So I have to save it for quite some time now. he's tragically no longer with we us. We did tragically lose Luke Perry a couple of years back. We did. We did. We did. Speaking of losing people, I hope to God we never lose these two guests that we have today. I hope they live forever. And even if they don't, they will live forever in your ears via the podcast Big Natural Talents, available now for download on a streaming provider. <laughs> You are saying words today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's good at what he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got Conchetta Cristo and Lauren Bonner on the podcast. Welcome, welcome, guys. Hello, hello. Thank you so it's much. It's a meeting for being of the here. minds. Two redheads, two wogs. Exactly. Oh my god. We're splitting it down the middle, and it's the best way to do a podcast. You get a beautiful Mediterranean, and you get a nasty wrangler. <laughs> Filthy, smelly, all stinky. Right, all right, all Come right. on, guys. We are sitting on opposite sides of the table. Yeah, we have too. split it. <laughs> We've split it by racial divide. <laughs> and uh, you know what? I'll let you get away with saying that because you have embarrassed yourself already today. You've oh already told God. the story. Yeah. So I think it's only yeah. fair that uh, Alexi and I tell, Please. tell the story. <laughs> Take it away. We, we are talking about the movie Clueless today and we do have one clueless friend <laughs> on the podcast minimum. <laughs> So, uh, Conchetta, we're, we're, we're recording this at Blu-ray Studios, mm-hmm. Alexi's place. Yes. And uh, Conchetta got the address wrong and went <laughs> to the house across the road and knocked on the door and a bald man opened the door and Conchetta, for some fucking reason that we'll never understand, thought that I was wearing a bald wig and doing a character of an old bald man. <laughs> It's your favourite bit, Cameron. <laughs> the Cameron's famous bald man bit. And so before uh, uh, before Conchetta or the man had said anything, Conchetta, just <laughs> thinking it was me in a character, went, are you bald? <laughs> and then the guy was like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> and then what happened? Did you realise your mistake? 
yeah. I said, wait, is this 58? And he's like, no, it's 51. Okay, cut out the numbers that we just put in there. <laughs> Sorry. We didn't give the street name, though. Okay, don't it's say Main that Street, Sydney. <laughs> Oh my god! And then I was just like, "Oh, sorry!" And he shut the door. And then I left, just sort of like you made the man apologize for being bald. Oh my god! In his own home. God! (laughs) And it hit me later as I left, being like, "Oh, that was bad." There's no explanation. A young girl shows up on his doorstep and <laughs> wearing a Looney Tunes t-shirt yeah. with manicured nails, like clicking at him. You're bald. <laughs> You're bald, and then walks away. I think if that happens to you in your own home, unprovoked, like he will either kill himself, yeah. or kill like a lot of other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> either way, his life has changed yeah. forever. The home is no longer safe. Oh my god! Oh, so, guys, it. be safe out there. Deadlock your doors. It was so dark in there. It was clueless, dark. rude yeah, women could yeah. be coming for you, <laughs> guys. If, if someone knocks on your door, open it all the way. A lot of people open it, crack to make sure they're safe. But if it's a stranger, you have to open it all the way so that you can identify that you don't know them, and you can prove that you're not me oh doing god. a yeah. bit. Exactly. Do you see how it would have looked to me? I was like, why is Cam opening the door really small and with a bulk? Come on, this is gonna. Be crazy. Why wouldn't you <laughs> check the address? Like that's just what you do. I like looked at my phone. And I was like, "Yep, yep, that's the number. That's the number." Double check. Looked. Do you One just... word. Clueless. Okay, <laughs> take it away. Take it away, boys. We are talking about the movie Clueless today uh, as part of our Screen Ages mini series. We're talking about the best, the most beautiful icons of teen cinema, and we could not imagine doing this mini series without Amy Heckling's Clueless. Wow. You guys talk like grown ups. Oh, well, this is a really good school. Mr. Hall was way harsh. He gave me a C minus. <laughs> well, he gave me a C, which drags down my entire average. Hello? There was a stop sign? I totally paused. You tried driving in platforms. Oh, should I write them a note? Ew, get off of me. Cher's got attitude about high school boys. It's a personal choice everyone has got to make for themselves. Cher is saving herself for Luke Perry. Cher, you're a virgin? I mean, I'm not prude. I'm just highly selective. It's now time for a segment that I like to call What's the Synopsis? Or What's the Logline? Mm-hmm. What's better? I think Logline sounds Yeah, nice. Logline sounds cute, though. It's What's the Logline? What about Love That Logline? Okay, okay. Oh, I like that better. Yeah, me actually. too. <laughs> yeah, me too. Okay, I'm changing the. I'm changing it. Awesome. It's now time for our favorite segment. Love that logline. I found a logline from IMDb. It says, "Clueless, 1995. Shallow, rich, and socially successful, Sher is at the top of her Beverly Hills High School's pecking scale. Seeing herself as a matchmaker, Sher first coaxes two teachers into dating each other." So it's about one third of the movie. Yeah, that's, that, it covers. No, that sucks. <laughs> they turned it off. <laughs> and I've also done. <laughs> uh, I get it. This bitch sets up her teachers. <laughs> I've never heard of high school's pecking scale before. Yeah, either. say order. You yeah. know what I mean? Pecking it's right order. There. I've also got another one. This is because I bought this on Blu-ray from Amazon.com. No kidding. And I found the top review in Australia for Clueless on Amazon.com. It comes from Luke. He purchased it on the 10th of November 2020. And the headline is, it's a DVD. And the body of the review, it's a DVD. (laughs) But I would also say it's for the Blu-ray, so it's also not a DVD. (laughs) 
<laughs> so that is inaccurate. Yeah. That is very It's inaccurate. one of the most inaccurate reviews out there. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's what's fucking wrong with this society, man, is that now anyone can be a fucking critic mm-hmm. and a reviewer. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And just put that shit out there. Yeah. yeah. It's not a DVD. It's absolutely exactly. not a DVD. And isn't that kind of a metaphor for what critics really are? Absolutely. Whoa, wrong. Yeah. They're wrong, wrong all the 50% time. of the time. Yeah. It's like okay. that guy should know his place <laughs> on the pecking scale. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> Sorry, Luke, you're a freaking bald loser, okay? <laughs> <laughs> when I'm it comes come to your to freaking your house. Body. <laughs> <laughs> We're sending Chad out. <laughs> uh, so let me ask you guys both individually and as a unit. Thank you. What is your experience <laughs> with the film Clueless? When did you first see it? Uh, did you love it? I did lost my it? virginity to it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm sorry. The DVD? Yeah. <laughs> oh my <TV>. lord. <laughs> no, Lauren, you please go first. Um, well I can't be that, but I, I don't know when I first saw it. I think we probably had to watch it in school, like rainy mm. day. Because it was did. like Shakespeare adjacent. Yeah. Mm. But it's like one of those movies that I think I've seen like so many times. What's it based on Austin? Jane Emma. Austin's Emma. Emma, Emma yeah. Oh Emma, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Shakespeare, Austin, yada yada. Same shit. It's all old shit. Yeah. <laughs> Words old and, and about Colin first. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> He's kinda got fingers in both pies. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Still in the pink. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Keep that in. Keep that in. Yeah, no, no, cut it out. Um, so yeah, I reckon I might have had to study in school too. Yeah. I feel like it was one of those things, one of those like dual mm. texts. Yeah, yeah. Things like ten things I hate about you and Taming of the Shrew. And yeah. All that mm. shit. Like a, like a warm biscuit and milk. Yeah. Like, like a combo. <laughs> they go together. Yeah. Yeah. Did you like it? Um, yeah. Sorry, just think about the biscuit. I'm like, can you freaking relax? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, I always liked it, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then the rewatch was kind of like, do I even need to rewatch it? But then, you, you know, you watch something again and yeah. you just see so much more and uh, learn. And, mm. you know, as That's an awesome. adult coming to it, and it's beautiful. Oh, true. Yeah. Now you're yeah. grown up. Because mm. at the time, you were like, I'm a teenager just like these girls. Yeah. I, I'm going through the same things as them. I'm falling in love with my stepbrother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> similar, similar. Yeah. And now rich. you watch and you're like, I'm falling in love with Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah small, yeah. small yes. man. Yeah. Um, yeah. And yeah, I got all the cheeky little drug references. <gasps> what? What? Mm. Cheeky that. ones. What yeah. about when, um, yeah. when Ty comes to the school and she's like, I could do with an herbal refreshment. Oh. <laughs> and then they go, well, we've got Coke. She's yeah. like, oh, shit, you guys have got Coke? Yeah. Oh, and she's God. like, yeah, it's America. <laughs> oh, wow. And I was like, oh, wow, wow, wow. Okay, I'm just getting it now. That says yeah. a lot about you, Lauren. Yeah. You drug nose. I'm switched Cam on. Angel. I'm he doesn't it. touch the stuff. Never even heard of it. What He's is like, it? what's Coke? What's drug? <laughs> You're Crazy. not even allowed Coca-Cola. Too no, much sugar. We're at Pepsi House. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Pepsi on Fountain. No Coke, though. No Coke whatsoever. Yeah. Now, what accent is Ty supposed to have? Yeah, did they say where she's from? Is well, it? they don't say where she's from, but Brittany Murphy is from New Jersey. Wow. And she's of Italian heritage. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. You love that. What I you, love that. What do you think yeah. about that? Wait, in the in the movie, she's not Italian. No, no. In real life. In Murphy. real life, Brittany Murphy. Murphy, but Murphy, with an bit I of an Irish yeah. name. Yeah. 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 They yeah. changed it. They changed it from M-U-R-F-I. That can't be true. That's true. true. Really? Are you serious? No, they no, I'm making that up. Oh, <laughs> yeah. They anglicise the name yeah. of her. Her dad is Irish or something, mm. and she, yeah. her mum's Italian, and then she's the, like, 
us. Wow. She's like this table right now. She's like, yeah. if we, me and Conchetta had a baby. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah. Would you guys think about doing that? Or? I would. Yeah. I, would, I think we'd make the perfect child. Hairy. Shake up our eggs in a little <laughs> <laughs> test tube. <and laughs> modern that, science. Yeah. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> that's how it's done. It's too expensive though. And that's, yeah. you know, and that's a problem. That's well, Patreon. You guys got a new podcast on a Patreon. I know. I really want to. Yeah. If you guys could sort of funnel on over. Yeah. There's no extra um, content on the hypothetical Patreon. It's all just kind of, you get documentation of how we're going harvesting our eggs. (laughs) It's like very tender breasts from the hormone injections today. But we will be harvesting soon. <laughs> but we will take suggestions for names. You can, um, you can throw yes, it in the bag. We'll yes. pick it out of a hat. <laughs> uh, no, we don't have a Patreon yet. But no. please but do we, listen. We're working on it. That would be the dream to make even a single cent. Yeah. Talking, oh. talking my bullshit. Talking absolute trash <laughs> on the mic. Well, yeah, we talk about real serious shit on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, Brittany Murphy. Mm-hmm. How cool is she? Um, she's awesome, great talent. Mm-hmm. Tragically, we lost her. Yeah. But this is like, would you say this is her breakout role? Absolutely. Before mm. this, Brittany Murphy had basically been like a successful like sitcom guest star. She was Whoa. like in everything from Frasier to other sitcoms that I don't <laughs> remember the names Was of. she like a great friends. character? She like, was just, you know, pop in for a little guest spot by like a young person. Three, se- three episode arc. Mm-hmm. Nice. Maybe yeah. just one. Maybe one episode That's my dream job, to yeah. be real. Absolutely. Just to guest Absolutely. around. Yeah. To guest across all Australian sitcoms would be my biggest dream. Oh, yeah. Awesome. From Here Come the Habibs to... <laughs> Whatever other sitcom exists in Australia. To the librarians from 10 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, packed to the rafters. Yeah. Oh yeah, my well, God, I would love to be a rafter. Is yeah, that a sitcom? That's actually a Oh my God, Peter Hellyer's show. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes, um, Pete, yeah. if you're listening, cast me as a wise Kraken hacker or something. <laughs> yeah, Pete, I'll be your nephew, Tony, who's just moved to town. And I'm the crazy wog girl coming to school. <laughs> Pete, school? you're bald. You're bald, Pete. <laughs> So, yeah, what happened? What's her career arc? I don't know too much about it. Well, yeah, so she's like a sitcom, like, day player. Gets, uh-huh. gets like, quite successful from that. Like, mm-hmm. po- pops up in all of them the couple years before this. But this really is a breakout, like, role. But also, this is, like, you know, part and parcel with, like, teen movies. I watched, like, this interview with the casting director of this, uh, Marsha Ross, who this became, like, her thing for this whole decade from this movie of, like, casting teen films because she had, like, a great eye to, like, pick new talent. And, like, that, you know, when a movie gets made, when does it ever happen where you can just go, it's a cast, you don't know fucking one single actor in Mm. it, and they're all going to break out because they're all, like, fantastic. Maybe American the, the Pie. First slice of pie. She also yeah. cast Ten Things I Had About You as well. Oh, wow. Another great film. Al Heath. Yeah, Al Heath. she discovered Al Heath. Al Heath. Plucked him from the land down under. Yeah, put him in La La Land. Yeah, Plucked. said you're going to be the Joker. <laughs> you're going to be the Joker one day. About six me, years, <laughs> seven years, and then you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> I see all so, in your future. So yeah, if you agree to this movie, <laughs> just know that you are going to die That's in about the truth. fifteen years. Death sentence. <laughs> Sign on the dotted line, brother. And he did. <laughs> yeah, to his credit, he did. Yeah. And he was like, whoa, 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 why so serious? <laughs> I'm going to write that down, actually. I'm going to write that down. But actually, it hurts to make fun of that situation. Mm. So Sorry. We love you, Heath. Yeah, sorry. 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 Sorry to the Ledger family. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> 
So I said fans of the franchise. Well, yeah, all fans of the Dark Knight out there were so sorry for mocking your hero. Uh, but, you know, we haven't fun anyway on the podcast, guys. Uh, but he would have wanted. Yeah, yeah. Heath would love Aussies to have fun out mm. there. In the sun or otherwise, he would love it. <laughs> Absolutely. But anyway, great movie, uh, Clueless and The Dark Knight. Who thought we'd talk about them both <laughs> on the same podcast? Uh, but, you know, that's the kind of exciting thing about, like, a teen film is, like, it is so much about, like, discovering, like, new yeah. superstars. Mm. And Alicia Silverstone, the only other thing that she was, like, known for, at this point in time, she was, like, an it girl, but she was known for being in these Aerosmith videos. Yeah. She's in, like, three or four Aerosmith wow. videos. She would have been underage in those, too, because yeah. she's 18 in this movie. Whoa. Yeah. So she would have been, like, this lusted after sex object at 17 or something. Oh. Yeah, I've heard her talk about it and she's like, yeah, the industry is really gross. Shit. (laughs) She also, before this, she was in a TV movie called The Crush, which was a Mm. thriller where she played a psychotic teenage girl dangerously infatuated with Carrie Ools. Yeah, that's a real trend in in the 90s, late 80s. There was a real trend of movies that were like a teenager who gets a crush on a 40-year-old man. Oh, wow. That he fucks her and then she no. goes psycho yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and tries to kill him or ruin his life. Yeah. That's it's awesome. like a real type of movie. And don't you yeah. feel like that's made by a 40-year-old man? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a guy who's cheated on his wife mm-hmm. or whatever and he wants the message to get out there that he's like, hey, don't fuck teenagers, guys, because they mm. will ruin your life. It's yeah. seriously crazy. We yeah. should rewrite a film from yeah. a feminist perspective. <laughs> There's got to be like, a, yeah. a, a gender-flipped version of that. Yeah, outfit. of her like dating the 40-year-old guy and he like is so mentally well needs therapy sucks sucks so hard you oh know? my god you would love manhattan by woody allen <laughs> oh yeah I've seen it. <laughs> you would I've love seen it. that movie oh yeah that's that's, so a, that's a rare flip of that trope where it actually works out all great in the end yeah 40 year old you should do date it 17 year old and she breaks up with him but it's amicable yeah yeah, yeah. that's what you want that's what you really want yeah, yeah. she's mature yeah yeah well, she's mature for age uh, yeah so she was like she became a big star out of this mm-hmm. into batman uh, Batman yeah. and Robin. Batman and Robin, or yeah, Batman and yes, Robin. Batman and Robin. Yeah. Um, my God, I, I loved her so much. Is it like such an really amazing, like star breaking performance? This mm. film, like, I she like I watching this movie again. I hadn't seen it since I was like thirteen, and it was completely like, basically like when we rewatched Wayne's World for Mike Check years ago. Same kind of experience of just being like, this is like revelatory for mm-hmm. me, this rewatch mm. of just how much I love this. Like, I will go straight on the record now and go, like, this is a five star movie. That's I hadn't awesome. seen it in so long. I <laughs> yeah. was laughing all the way through. But also, like, it is just like a master class of like how to craft comedy, I think, this film, because like part of what it does is that this movie is like always funny. It's like gag a minute in this film, like con- even more, probably gag every 30 seconds. Wow. The laugh ratio in this film is off the charts. I would love to play an actor that just talks about charts in movies. Actually, that's what I would want to do. I love to say off the charts. I just realized how excited I was at that moment saying it. <laughs> I just want to play a guy that measures things, you know? Uh, but then, like, you know, it's all... It's got, like, this perfect tone of that never lets up. Like, you know, we watched American Pie last week. And that's, like, got a gross-out component. It's got a sentimental component. And it kind of, like, gives and takes and, like, goes between those two modes. Whereas this movie, the tone is... Is 
in this like perfect heightened way, like uniform throughout mm. where the comedy moments and then like the more sentimental or the moments of like resonance, the tone doesn't change. It stays in the same kind of like heightened world. And it's like this genius stroke that Amy Heckling had. Like she's, she had started writing this as like a sitcom, mm. but then she was like, mm, I want to make it a movie instead. And she ha- just had that character in mind that she's like, I want a character that like everything just like works out for them. And they always have like this optimistic, like outlook on life. And she realized like, Oh, that's kind of like Emma, that book that I read like back in wow. uni. So she took it as a way to like, go, well, if I adapt Emma to set it in like modern day Beverly Hills, and it just makes sense because like teen films are so successful at like having this heightened tone, like a mm. slightly broader tone. So it's like a genius masterstroke to just be like this, having like an old text from literature that already has like a heightened tone because the stakes are higher to import that into like high school and like teen life. Yeah. Just as like this masterstroke that kicks off like this huge yeah, this genre cycle. One? This is the so first one. This. Yeah. After this, we've got O, which is Othello, mm-hmm. which is set Othello on a basketball team. Yeah, got 10 Things I Hate About You, which yeah. is Taming of the Shrew. Great movie, great yeah. te- great Shakespearean text. Yes. And you've got Easy A coming later, which is like yeah. Scarlet Letter. Mm-hmm. But like mm-hmm. it's become this real trend like where there's... Uh, throughout like the 90s to like the early 2000s like she's the man all of those films Fuck yeah. yeah just like really like capturing that cycle and it just like makes so much sense when you like think about it and it's like a, just a stroke of genius to figure it out yeah totally hey there was another little element in this that i noticed has been done since then mm. which is like fake teen slang mm. you know how like mm-hmm. i feel like of this era there's so many like missteps with fake teen slang yeah. or whatever. But this one has a couple that I'm like, oh, that's sort of like, I guess it's like a parody of like yeah. the way teenagers talk. Like how they call all the hot guys Baldwins after yeah. the Baldwin brothers. <gasps> and yeah, all the hot yeah. girls Bettys, Betty. I guess. After, after It's actually Betty Rubble and that existed. Because they call the hot chicks Bettys and Barneys are the like Darrow dudes. <laughs> after the Rubbles and the Flintstones. Oh, tragically, I am a Barney. When I read the <laughs> Wikipedia page minutes before arriving. Wow. Um, one of the <laughs> Were you in the heat of the moment? Um, it like it, one of the first things it said was that like the director or whatever mm. spent time around yeah. young to hear the phrases and like the slang that they would yeah, use. I which wonder I thought was so about cool. that shit. Like, yeah. is that because a lot of it's fake? Like in Mean Girls, there's all that fake slang, like fetch mm. and stuff like that. And right, yeah, maybe they listened to it and then like went away. From I feel it, like or... schools do come up with like their own kind of words though, mm, yeah. and they're always like short lived too. So like maybe there was like a group of people saying fetch. Like there was so much stuff like. My school, we used to say heinous all oh, the time. Did yes. you have heinous? Awesome. <laughs> we had a bit of heinous going on. No, I didn't have that. Um, festy, I think everyone Fest- had yeah. Festy. Festy yeah. made it around the country. <laughs> yeah. Thank it God. toured. Yeah, it, it toured. really did tour. That's yeah. awesome. Um, but heinous, I feel like, is a weird one. Mm. And then even, and then I also, but then the other thing that I thought might have been fake slang or just like one person said it was like, you know when Sher says to Ty about Elton, she's like, he said it, you gave her him a toothache. Oh. Yeah, cause, and then he was like, and she was like, "Cause you're so sweet." Oh, oh my lord! I was like, I've never heard that. Maybe before. I'm gonna yeah. start saying that now. Mm, that is good. Yeah, yeah that you feels guys vintage. Are me a friggin' mm. toothache. That feels right like now. from the fifties. Someone yes. would say. Yeah. Yeah. She gave yeah. me a toothache. Yeah, that does sound fifties. Mm. In my primary school, we had it's famous in Australia. The word chode. 
It means a short, stumpy penis that perhaps is wider than it is long. (laughs) But in my primary school, we used the word chode, which meant a long noodle penis, a noodly penis, and then chod was a short stumper. Wow. That's so infuriating that your school did that. Yeah, inverted the meaning. Inverted the meaning and then just took the E off. Chode, chode is too long a word for no, a short it's stumper. No, it's already a short it's word. Worse. But the chode, O but is extended. Chode does sound like a short stumper. It penis. does, yeah. But that's exactly. only because it's shorter than chode. <laughs> <laughs> like, chode was fine. We don't need to shorten chode. What if we, we need something shorter than chode? Chode. chode. It's chode. even chode. smaller penis yeah, it's than stumper. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a little a real cube. Stump. You got a little cube. <laughs> chode is a cube. <laughs> I remember the first time people started saying sick because mm. mm. it was always cool or whatever. And then I remember when I was in year seven, I started noticing people saying sick and I was like, what the fuck? Is there a new word? <laughs> wow. And then I remember like consciously trying it out and being like, I'm going to start saying sick and see if people notice it. And I was like, yeah, that was sick. I had a sick weekend. And I remember someone calling me out being like, <gasps> You don't say that. Why are you <gasps> saying that? And I was like, I oh do say no, it. No. <laughs> what are you talking it. about? Okay, what I've about um, what about Chris Lilly and all those things? Uh, they infiltrated air. Uh, and do you think oh, they? Yeah. He what just did he? What were the words he made up again? Uh, um, Ranger. Thought you'd remember that one. Ranger. You know what? I didn't really cop Ranger too <laughs> oh, much. Interesting. Strawberry yeah. blonde. What was mm. the, yeah. the girl? Jamee would Jemay. say something. Oh, um. And no, you miss like the one who's like puck you. Yeah, puck you. Like all puck of those. Puck you did take off a little bit. I remember, I think I first heard Ely from Jermaine in yeah. that. Oh, wow. Saying, like, I love you. Oh, wow. Really. I didn't know what that was. I thought you meant the Italian brand of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> no, he meant that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I first heard of t- <laughs> These are a little different in the neighborhood I grew up in. Okay? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I love it. I, I think it's a funny move to like make up your own slang in these kind of movies because mm. it'll all date mm. anyway yeah. so you may as well just go yeah. yeah they call hot guys Baldwins yeah <laughs> and then it's like timeless in exactly. a way exactly yeah. I think it's like part of it as well as like that research like Amy Heckling much like Chris Levy I mentioned they, she spent time in like mm. Beverly Hills High School mm. to like hear what kids were talking about and one of the students at that school Mr. Breckenmeyer Really? Yeah. Whoa. Breckenmeyer News? Yeah, Breckenmeyer News. He went to that school that Amy Heckling studied. Studied at. Well, and did studied she, the school. Did she about. discover him there? No, he just popped up in casting. Oh, Who is it? He's the skater guy with the long hair. Oh, wow. Who Ty has a crush on. Mm. Yeah. And I believe the world has a crush on. We love mm. Breckenmeyer. On mm. this podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think we're the only people that have ever really given him his day in the sun. Yes. Breckenmeyer. He's a talent. Mm-hmm. What do we know him from? Road we trip? know him from Road Trip. We know him from Rat Race. He's yep. one of the creators of Robot Chicken. Yep. What? We know much about Breckenmeyer. Is he, he in Scooby Doo? He, Does he just have Scooby-Doo vibes? He's got Scooby-Doo energy. He's he Scooby-Doo might be vibes. in it. <laughs> yeah, he might be in it, but he's got Scooby-Doo vibes. So I, was like, I don't think he's yeah. in it, but he seems he's like He's definitely a... got Scooby-Doo vibes. That's awesome. Guys, Breck and Mike could seamlessly enter the Scooby-Doo universe. <laughs> and no, a soul would question it. If you guys are looking to cast anyone, you know. We're trying to get Breck and some more work out yeah. there. Because we awesome. do love you, Breck and. He could be like Shaggy's brother or something yeah shaggy's cousin he could be if scooby became a person yeah absolutely there's your reboot if someone puts a curse on scooby he turns into a man get breck and meyer in there yeah this is a brilliant idea and we should cut that from the pod so no one steals although (laughs) although guys i I will let you know i'm on his wiki page right now and Mm -hmm. he is in the garfield the movie franchise oh of course john arbuckle he plays john 
Of course, I know that Bill Murray and Breck and Meyer had collaborated together. Yeah, of so course. I don't think you can enter the Scooby universe when mm. you've already you're already in the Garfield universe. <laughs> well, why don't we merge them together? That would be awesome. Okay, oh, now lab. we're squawking. <laughs> yes. I would watch that. Cats and dogs getting along? <laughs> yeah, that'll be the day. Not likely. <laughs> like well, we found our premise. Rangers in Mediterranean. <laughs> They're always fighting. Oh, it's like olive oil and water. <laughs> yes, I wonder which one Chet and I represent in that dynamic. Yes, we, uh, uh, Lauren and I, are spring water from the, yeah. from the streams of... Scotland. The, the Isle of Skye. <laughs> I actually found a Breckenmeyer fact about this movie in high school. Breckenmeyer did not attend his graduation because the very rare pilot episode of Gilligan's Island where there are alternate characters was airing on TV. So he stayed home to watch it instead of graduating yeah. from high school. Oh my god! Okay, I take it all back. This guy stinks. <laughs> Reckon you got to you got to you, you got to go to graduation. Grad. <laughs> <laughs> you got to throw that hat up in the air. It's an iconic moment in everyone's <laughs> life to throw that little flat cap up in the air. waterboard up in the air. And <laughs> you didn't know it would be on YouTube later. Yeah. Exactly. It's a different time. That's true. It but it probably time. inspired Robot Chicken in some way, so <laughs> the world is richer for it. Brecken, maybe you did make the right choice. <laughs> oh, God. Who else do we like in this movie? We've talked about Brittany, Alicia... We've spent a lot of time on Brecken. Maybe yeah. too much time on Brecken. We spent a little bit of time on Brecken, but he deserves it. But this is like such a fantastic cast of like young actors, and they're all basic discoveries for this. Like, uh, well, not basic, they're actually beyond basic. They're actually yeah. quite extravagant discoveries. But Paul Rudd, this is like his first yeah. movie. Oh. He'd appeared in a couple of other things. Really? Right after this, he does Halloween 5, The Curse of Michael Myers. So, you know, wow. he goes on to great things right after <laughs> it. He goes from this straight to Ant Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's so he's so charming in this oh, movie. Oh Can I God. ask as well? I thought that coming back to this film, I would have a much greater problem with their step siblingness. Mm. That they yeah. have a relationship ah, building. Step siblings. Their ex step siblings. They're not related. They're not exactly. Related. And they're also so not they... even related by marriage anymore. Yeah. Exactly. It's fine. And it's they didn't chill. spend much time together, did they? Like growing up, I don't think so. Not too much. Enough to have a. I mean, enough for it to be a little weird. Okay. I think. I think as well. It was more like he is from her world. They deeply understand each other's world Mm. so much Mm. because all the other schmohogs at school, she doesn't quite get. They don't quite Mm. get her lifestyle. They don't get her dad. They don't get everything. But he gets it all. Right. And in the end, you bet he gets it all. <laughs> in Emma, is there any like full-on incest? No, no, no. I yeah, mean, what is the what is yeah. the in, in Emma? So she is like a matchmaker, like that's mm. her whole deal. And so he is her brother-in-law's brother. So her sister married a, gu- a mister, oh. and then she ha- he has a brother, and there's an age gap there too. And this mm. is like three or four years. That's right. like 16 years. Whoa. So way hotter. Why? Hot. Why they didn't do that for the relationship? Why did Was Amy so Woody Allen like <laughs> coming in? No, but yeah. I mean, why did Amy Heckling settle on they used to be step-siblings. Yeah, mm. that's it's what I'm thinking. Choice. It's weird. It is odd. Yeah. yeah. But I think it gets... It's, it works because I think like teen movies, we've been, as we've been discussing them, there's like an element of like at school with friends and there's an element mm-hmm. at home. And I think it's like it's able to get those two by then going like, whoa, he's at home. So it's, right. he meets her, she meets him elsewhere. Yeah. We, it is weird, yeah, but it is extremely <laughs> erotic. It is a bit erotic. It's one of the most erotic things in the film. It does awaken something in you and it <laughs> okay. makes you think. Uh, <laughs> yummy, yummy, yummy. 
I feel like if it was an uglier actor, we would not be frustrated. Yeah, it's charming, Mr. Paul Rudd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What do we think of Paul Rudd in this? Oh, I love him. I love him in everything, but also he like hasn't aged since this film, and it's suspicious. What's going on? What's going on? I think it's part of this Hollywood cabal where they kidnap children and they drain their blood. That's what I think. And he it's was sexual. once a it's sexual yeah, to him absolutely. to do that. Yeah. 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 Bad man. Yeah. I think it's something we should put out there that Paul Rudd is a bad, bad man. Yeah. Bad but habits. He's so good. Being bad. It's <laughs> horny. Wait a oh. second. What? Paul, if you're listening, you've been a bad man. Oh, you're draining blood from infants? Oh, no. That's naughty. <laughs> You're naughty, Paulie. <laughs> <laughs> Jack and his career would have been different if he went by Paulie Rudd. Paulie yeah. Rudd, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. He wouldn't be the same guy. He'd still be playing these like little kid roles or something. <laughs> or he'd then wonder he'd age into like a 48-year-old man. He's like, yeah, I just play in mob movies. I just a bookie. He acts as a bookie for the rest Paulie of his Rudd. life. Oh, <laughs> man, yeah, he's great in this. He's it's a, so it's um, a tough, I imagine a tough role to play mm. because he kind of has to be like the square yep. like the loser mm. who we're supposed to be on Cher's side at first mm. and be like yeah her fucking stepbrother stinks he's just like a bore or whatever yeah. but then at a certain point he wins us all over mm-hmm. when yeah. he starts dancing with Ty so it's a, t- it's a tightrope walk mm. and I think he does a very good job and then we're like fuck your sister already yeah, please Do please it. please fuck each other <laughs> fuck each other on please. camera and let us see let yeah, us see we let see, us see the whole thing please we're desperate please we're yeah. horny <laughs> <laughs> Who else is hot in this? Uh, Elton. Yeah, it's Jeremy's sister. But Who's then I didn't guy? know who he was. I just mm. Googled him. Aged terribly. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's crazy to go back and be like, this guy was a honey. Yeah. And Jeremy's sister I've never associated with, you know. I think he's probably handsome. He looks fine. He's but good he does not look fella. like the same person he's at all. He's playing dads on this kind of stuff now. Yeah, because he's got like a ba- the baby face. Mm. Like, Elton, like he's like cute. But then yeah. now he's got like a goatee or something and his whole face is blown out. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a kind of a Paul Rudd aging yeah. situation. We're not all Paul Rudd. We're not all drinking the blood. Mm. Yeah, I guess. Four-year-olds. But I reckon <laughs> Donald flies on is sipping on that blood. Yeah. He oh, is yeah. looking quite fine too. Well, he, he's been... Barely aged, I think. His yeah. clothes in this movie are so big. He walks yeah. up to Dion, <laughs> and I'm like, "Where do you buy clothes that big?" He's like, "His belt is undone. Did you notice his yeah. belt is undone? Yeah. He's holding his pants yeah. up. He's yeah. walking along like <laughs> swathed in fabric. <laughs> it's insane. It's like I say. I reckon he is by far one of the most broad comedy characters in this. It's like mm. he's. It's like a parody of this type of guy like yeah. he's, he is holding his pants yeah. off <laughs> but he's also like a pastiche of that guy like he's talking mm. about like that's such a great scene where he's like where he's like woman can have five dollars yeah. and then he like explains like well you know it's actually a term of affection for this reason I think like yeah. it's like such a good parody of like someone who wants to be like hipper or more street yeah. but is actually like he's not like that yeah, yeah. he's got a, braces bit of a dweeb. yeah I think he's so funny in this movie as well I think he's fantastic I'm a Fries on head, and I gotta tell you, <laughs> I haven't thought about him since the last time I watched Scrubs, which was wow. about six years ago. Mm-hmm. And now I'm back on board. I want this guy in more movies. Yeah, Brecken and Faison get oh them a project god. together. Oh my god, yeah. totally. Donald Faison could play like you know, um, Scrappy Doo turn into yeah. a human or something. <laughs> I guess this is the, the Scooby Doo reboot we need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. with so, all human actors. I don't know why <laughs> all human. 
and Scooby Doo is what we want to make. I don't know why we're only letting people act in Scooby Doo. It's all we have the rights to, Ken. Lauren and I splurged on some Hanna Barbera rights last night, and we got them. We got them. Yeah. You got him? We yeah. got him. We yeah. got him, dude. And to celebrate, I'm flying us all to the Gold Coast. <laughs> oh, my God. And we're going to go on the Scooby-Doo coaster. No, no, it is good. It is a good really roller coaster. Really good. It's the best. Really good. We went on the Scooby-Doo roller coaster. Really? Several yeah. times. Have yeah. you been? Multiple no, times. no. But Whoa. maybe Breck and Lyre was on the same coaster. That's why you guys think he works at Scooby-Doo. We're <laughs> <laughs> just like, I've got him on. Yeah, he has an inextricable link to Scooby-Doo <laughs> in my mind. They are tied. They are bound. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. We love it over there in Scooby Doo Land. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what we call Hollywood here in Australia, Scooby Doo Land. <laughs> Any overseas listeners, that's yeah. what we call it. And I think it's because Scooby Doo was the first film released in Australia. Yeah, yeah. first feature film. <laughs> yeah, and it blew up here. It was so popular. Yeah, no one had seen anything like it. I got to no. tell you, on the Scooby Doo roller coaster mm-hmm. at uh, Movie World, where we went a, yeah. few, a month ago. It's based on the 2002 movie wow. and it has not been updated since then. Yeah, my so God. So you walk through it and there's all these props from that movie <laughs> wow. that you're supposed to recognize so good. 20 oh years castle. later. Because isn't the guy who plays um, Mr. Bean in it? Yeah, Rowan Atkinson. Yeah, that's iconic. Whoa. He's evil in it. We gotta, we just oh, watch yeah, it. In is. Australia, it's iconic. For overseas listeners, it is our most popular film. <laughs> and it yeah. is an icon in Australia. <laughs> and Rowan Atkinson's casting it is iconic. <laughs> We mainly know Rowan Atkinson from Scooby-Doo more yeah. than Mr. Bean in this country. We do get TV shows too, but movies are much more popular. So we just know him from Scooby-Doo and <laughs> I guess Love Actually. Yes! <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the yeah. funny yeah, yeah, shop yeah, yeah. guy who won't put the present oh, in the bag? so long. He's trying to cheat on his wife. Snape's trying to fuck his secretary. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> you get it? His hurry up, just Mr. Bean. Please hurry up. Oh. <laughs> Infuriating, and this guy's cock blocking. He knows. Oh my god! On knows. some level, he knows. Yeah, mm. just do it quick. Like Which is what I would do if I was that <laughs> shopkeeper, and I suspected mm. that this guy was buying something for his yeah. secretary. I'd take my fucking yeah. time. Not right all now. heroes wear capes. Yeah. That's he'd come point. up and be like, "Just pack this up quickly," and I'd be like, "You're Snape." Yeah, <laughs> Snape. Why are you cheating on him? You're a bad guy. Oh my God. Sorry, just because we got into Harry Potter, can I tell a mini story that happened to me two days ago? (laughs) Okay, yes. Is this this allowed? You've got a scar shaped like a lightning bolt. Yeah. Um, so, do? sorry, speaking of the Harry Potter universe, the other day... Which we barely were. Mm. Can you cut this out and make this no, like a Patreon no, no, extra? No, no, this stays in. You've got two minutes really max. I'm day, looking at the cut ca- time. a really time. creepy guy on the train <laughs> who looked like Drake or Malfoy to <laughs> mm-hmm. a T, like the slicked back, weird blondy <laughs> hair in a really like suit who was making eyes at me on the train like this. Like a psychopath, Whoa, like wow. staring at me, and I had to like. For the record, away. let it be known that Conchetta raised her eyebrows eyes and wide. opened her eyes extremely really wide, like really scary <laughs> and that piercing blue, disgusting. He scary. sounds gorge. He was, and he was so unsettling. And then I got off the train, and we're talking late at night, mm-hmm. and he like weirdly gets off as well. And this is in a suburb I'm not going to say, but it's dead. And then I'm walking home. I'm texting my boyfriend like, just so you know, this guy is like making eyes at me. I might die, but I might <laughs> I be fine. I think he played Draco in Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's that actor. And then out of the blue, he's like, 
excuse me and i jump <laughs> i'm like petra i'm like oh Holy and then he's shit. like um can and he walks up to me like can i have your number and that like, puts his phone in my face oh and i'm like why word. he puts the phone out i missed that detail before. straight away Jeez. puts the f- it just had no charisma no he, he didn't have so charisma awkward yeah. no so game. scary and no, i said sorry damn. i have a boyfriend yeah. and i'm literally walking home now and if i want to fuck you i'll knock on your door <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and i'll tell you and i'll say are you bold <laughs> anyways and he takes it so weird he's like yeah okay and he just like walks into the darkness oh, wow. <laughs> oh. Yeah, i created two unabombers this week yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was terrifying and the main reason is he looked like draco malfoy it's so really scary you don't want to be with mm. a guy from slytherin you want no. harry potter all those Gryffindor. guys they know, can get it. they can get it yeah they can yeah. i got put in slytherin sexy i'm in no. slytherin too are you wow. yeah. no that's Fuck wrong yes. no. i cannot be friends with kidding? slytherin mm. people i'm a hufflepuff yeah, absolutely. I, I know yeah. it. Dead what to am rights. I? Am I yeah. You're a Hufflepuff. You're probably I'm not a Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. You probably are, dude. Brave, bit bad bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gryffindor. Oh I reckon you're a squib. It's just <laughs> you and Filch mopping the halls. <laughs> you know me and can't believe you. That sounds about right. <laughs> so mean. <laughs> I'm Dumbledore, some shit. I'm. I've got <laughs> status <laughs> or something. I'm Moss. <laughs> Surely I've got stuff. Professor Trelawney, I'm one of the big dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, oh, move on. Forget God. it. Forget I said anything. Anyway, I'm glad um I'm glad the Harry Potter universe came mm-hmm. up so you could tell us that. Absolutely. I'm so glad we got Fuck there. Fuck off. Yeah. I should have just told you as friends off my Well, in the Harry Potter universe, speaking of, mm. they wear wonderful robes of all different colours, which reminds me actually in Clueless. <laughs> Yes. The costuming is quite phenomenal, I would say. Seamless. It's a seamless yeah. thing, but you know what is not seamless? The clothes. Costumes, because yeah. they mm. must sew them together. They, yeah. they have a seamstress. <laughs> they have actually a seamstress. And the seamstress on this movie was actually a seamstress called Mona May, who's a costume designer for this. And she, from there, has gone on to much greatness. She kind of like kicked off like what this whole like modern fashion look was like mm. with this movie of like you know f- going out and finding like vintage clothes from the 80s and then pairing them with like wow. newer items to create like yeah. uh, like cohesive look it's mm. iconic absolutely it's and it's in right now this whole style is yeah. very in mm-hmm. right yeah. now mm-hmm. of course Iggy Azalea used it for one of her video clips yes fancy is yeah. how Iggy our yeah, Iggy, our Iggy. Uh, of, the people's Iggy of Mullumbimby <laughs> 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 but uh, she also did like the costume of the Clueless TV show, and then also for the Wedding Singer, A Night at the Roxbury. But the other oh. big one, which I would say is like so closely linked to Clueless, is Romeo Michelle's High School Reunion. Oh, oh, yeah, totally. And she talks about like Who is that. This queen? She is Mona May, and she is our May bride. And she is we here love you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she like talks about like <laughs> Romeo and Michelle's being like the evolution of everything she did on Clueless, being like the adult grown up, <laughs> adult grown up versions of like all of those costumes, like how they would, yeah, totally. how their style would evolve. It could be the same universe. 
Whoa. They might be much like Scooby Doo. Not like the Scooby Doo. <laughs> Stop trying to bring it back to okay. Scooby Doo. I know you have the rights. <laughs> I'm just Lauren and I are trying to get people to know that we you have the Scooby Doo rights. You've got to get funding. Yeah. You've got to get buzz. You go on a screen Australia to get yeah, funding yeah. for the new Scooby Doo. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> we wiped out our whole budget buying the rights from Hanna Barbera, and now we need a couple of scraps yeah. to make a flick or two. Okay. The pitch. Brecken Meyer <laughs> as Scooby, no CGI, just him. <laughs> Donald Faison is Scrappy. <laughs> Mr. Bean is Bat. <laughs> We've got to get funding to go on the ride again for research. <laughs> we're trying to get Mona May to design the dog costume. We're trying so hard. Oh god, man! The costumes are so good, mm. and they're like some of them are cool and good looking, and then some of them are like cartoony versions, like Dion's stupid fucking hat that she yeah. wears, <laughs> the crazy hat. It's but like, also it rides that fine line of being like parody mm. and also like genuinely cool. Mm. But it's also like so much of like the character like comes from these like is designed in these costumes mm. as well. Like the Christian character who is like uh, one of the love interests for Cher, mm. and things don't work out because he is not interested in her nor perhaps any woman yes but he yes. like her, her designing him gay. to be like 1950s kind of like high school mm. james dean let me just say something you know what was on around this time beverly hills 90210 mm-hmm. which is how luke perry jason yep. Priestley, and the other one who's not as cool Mm-hmm. They all dress like that. Yes. Wow. So it was back. The fifties was back around this time, mm-hmm. and Twin Peaks too. And they all oh, dressed like horse. So it was big. It was a big. T- it was a big moment. Mm-hmm. It was also who was that character with like the red hair and the short fringe? And she says that um, she can't play tennis because she can't have balls flying at her face. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that's uh, Amber Alyssa Donovan. Yeah, yeah. Her costumes were the craziest. Mm. I reckon because she. It was almost like she's trying to outdo them all. Yet yeah. she does not have. The charisma that Alicia mm-hmm. Silverstone Much has. Much like the man that followed you <laughs> at the train station. No charisma. Thank you for bringing it back. <laughs> a well worth back story to tell. <laughs> Think about it. <laughs> but how cool is that thing that she has? It's sort of the dream. Like she has that computer mm. with her like oh. outfits and the showing. Like that's the Obsessed. dream. Obsessed. And Absolutely. that's what people make it out that that's what online shopping is but it's mm. not it's different no no it's, it's more like more the sims it should be if <laughs> yeah. you could like load your face and mm-hmm. body mm-hmm. in there and then you could just go on ASOS and like yeah. make yeah. it dress you and, and you could just press a randomise <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> do you know actually in the shops there's <laughs> those little pods that are like M port and you can like 3D scan your body <gasps> have you ever seen oh these no Okay, you go Where are you going? Which more. is this? Well, there was one at Hornsby. I think I've seen one at Bondi. But you get into this booth and you close the door and you take all of your clothes off. Wow. It's a very thin naked. door. And then it 3D. Where is this? <laughs> it's just some guy <laughs> set it up out the front of the shop. A guy like, does a really detailed yeah, drawing yeah, of you. You've got to take off you got to take off all your clothes yeah, and yeah. step in the most. Caricature, it's gonna be huge tits. Yeah. <laughs> no, it 3D scans your whole body and then you get like your height, your weight, your measurements, and oh you see God. like a three D rendering of your body. It's grotesque. And then what do they do with that? You, well you, then you can pay to like download it or like you can just take photos <laughs> of 3D printed. If you, why? If you don't pay, they send it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's an episode of Black Mirror. <laughs> <laughs> I just took photos of the 
the screen just so you could like what's, see. What's the point? And what's the point? For fun. <laughs> Explain to us what it's for. For Christmas cards. We're, we're missing a key detail. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I thought you were going to be like, and then there's a personalized shopper. Yeah. yeah. Like, what? Well, it's just like, just to be like. <laughs> Is looking in a mirror <laughs> not enough? I, Get in this. I do have a fat ass. <laughs> it just goes, bing, you've got a fat ass. <laughs> I but, don't but, understand. But, but what's it for? This is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> How do you need it? Is it to help you shop or what? It gives you a realistic <laughs> idea of what your body looks like. It that goes, you have to go to this section, unfortunately. <laughs> you have to go to this section. You have to go to big and tall. Makes no sense. But I need you to take me there immediately. Mm. You want to get want, one? I want them to Crying. say, you got a bad ass. <laughs> <laughs> I need to hear it. It's like serious voice. <laughs> <laughs> you have a fat ass. Oh my god! You gotta do it. No, don't do it. It's very confronting. Yeah, I'm not gonna. Were do you it. alone? With you with friends? Uh, I think I did it once with a friend. It's pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. I won't do it. Do you pay for it, or do they pay you? No, it's fr- it's free to do the scan. <laughs> but if you want the data, it's emailed to you. You've got to pay. How much is the How data? Much? I don't know. I just took photos of it. <laughs> I just wanted to see the 360 rendering of my cellulite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's good for any of us to do this. They should fucking burn those machines. That's insane. Yeah. We have to go dismantle these machines like, who's today. Who's the fucking moron who thought, oh yeah, everyone will love this? Do you strip down like you're in naked. Westfield yeah. and you strip down in the mall? You're naked in the mall. In, in my head, You don't like, get naked. Do you I, leave your underwear on? I had my underpants on, but I wasn't wearing a bra. So it's just bra. <laughs> oh my in God. my head, this is like in the middle of the shopping center, like yeah. one of those photo booths. And yeah. then a thing comes. And then one of those like photos with four cells pop out, (laughs) and little kid grabs it, runs away. (laughs) (laughs) So funny! That's trauma. Yeah, so maybe we don't want this clueless technology. (laughs) If that's what it is, we gotta stop it at clueless. In the modern age, if that's what it is, yeah, we We don't don't want to know. The knowledge is toxic, and I wish (laughs) I didn't know. I wish I hadn't seen it. (laughs) It was your choice. (laughs) It's not like it was forced upon you. I'm gonna do it again. I'm going to find one. I'm going to do it again. It's the rush. It. It's the rush of it all. You're addicted. Oh, oh my Lord. Sick. Oh, well, you know, this um, This is technology that must be destroyed immediately. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost it. I don't know what to go on with. I think we should, I think we should move on to our Oscars. Yeah. yeah, we should give out our Oscars for this. Our first Oscars, we give it to a character actor. Yeah. We give it out for best character actor. Uh, people that don't normally get honoured in this regard. We want to give it to the schmucks, the schmousers, <laughs> the wrinkly old men is what we love to give it out to in these kind the of movies. Fugly women. <laughs> <laughs> people that probably never get spoken about on the podcast yeah. ever. And this has three big ones. Yeah. Okay, Last time we broke the mould and created a new history mm. by giving it out to not one but two actors. Yeah. May I suggest... We break it again. Yeah, <gasps> we're giving it to three actors this time. Three uh, performances in this film that I think 
are key mm-hmm. to the charm of the film. Yes. Um, we've got Wallace Shawn and Twink Kaplan mm-hmm. as the two teachers that Cher makes fall in love. Yes. Which I think is so cute. Mm-hmm. They're both adorable. Is her name Twink? Her name is yeah. Twink Kaplan. And she's okay. also a producer of the movie. No wow. way. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she's like a creative producer and on the film. she's adorable. She's yeah. cute. She's got those big buggy eyes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know you love that famously. <laughs> yeah. But her and Wallace Shawn, they both have like the same makeup almost like they have mm. big eyes yeah wallace shawn's are extremely squinty yeah and then he has like they both have a huge mouth yeah so of course yeah. you like see Muppets. them yeah like wallace shawn's head opens completely in yeah. half and yeah. walks back and forth when <laughs> yeah. he talks almost off. <laughs> and i also would like to give it out to um dan hedaya who Oof. plays Cher's dad Hell yes yeah. melvin horowitz or something like is that. he yeah. alive still yeah, Dan he, Hedaya is still with us. He's like a B grade Al Pacino, absolutely, like a C grade. <laughs> mm. He's in so much shit. I've said multiple times. You know, you're watching a movie from the '90s if this guy is yep. in it. He's awesome. always like someone's dad. He's in a night at the Roxbury, which you <gasps> mentioned <gasps> earlier. Mona May. Yep, that was produced day. by Amy. Is, is he always like high status? Yeah, yeah like he's always just an angry high status mm. Jewish man who <laughs> yells at people. <laughs> He My was time. very much your time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. He plays uh, 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 Rhea Perlman's ex-husband in Cheers, the Tortelli uh, uh, yeah. spin-off. That would be an angry character. Yes. Yeah, he is quite nasty. But <laughs> He's also in the Addams Family, mm-hmm. First Wives Club. He's in Blood oh, yeah. Simple, mm-hmm. playing the husband in Blood Simple, the oh, cranky yeah, husband. Yeah, yeah, I bet yeah. he's the nicest guy. He is him. apparently the sweetest man. Oh, my so God. so angry yeah. on the camera. Everyone was talking about in these documentaries I watched on Clues, they're going like, he is the biggest sweetie pie. They're so and he talked about how much he loved working with Felicia Silverstone, how much they got along, oh. and Marsha Ross, who was the casting director of this film as well, she talked about how like to find this actor, they were like, we want to find someone that usually plays like a hitman in movies <laughs> or like a heavy, yeah. and like cast him so that way, no matter how intimidating he is to another character, the warmth between him and Cher is funny. That like yeah. she just sees him as her dad, yeah. but oh. then like even though he's like crazy and nasty and scary <laughs> to everyone else. He's scary. Awesome. He's so yeah. funny in this yeah. movie. Yeah, I love him. I'm a big Hedaya fan, so I'm glad we, he's getting his Oscar on this podcast. We're Hedaya heads on we're this Hedaya podcast. Heads. We love Jeff. Could we bring him into the Scooby Doo reboot? Oh Absolutely. gosh, yes. Absolutely. He, he could be? play the Grim Reaper or something. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like an angry Grim Reaper. Yeah. Yeah, Scooby yeah, runs know. past him and he's like, oh! yeah. <laughs> Get out of my way, dog. Get out of my way, dog. I'm trying to kill everybody around here. Yeah. That was my impression of him as Nixon in the movie Dick. Because he does play Dick. Yeah. yeah. And he also hates dogs. Well, there you go. Nixon hits his dog. Now, another Oscar I'd like to give out mm-hmm. is the best Britney Murphy moment. Yeah. In honor of the late, great Britney Murphy. My gosh. Do you have anything in mind, Alexi? Yeah, there's one moment that, like, absolutely crack my dax with laughter. <laughs> I cracked the whoa, full whoa, rat whoa. while watching this movie. Are you, are you telling me you. I fathered. You shot it? Yeah. I cracked a rat. I laughed so hard. I cracked a freaking rat, dude. I've never yeah, heard that. that. I cracked a rat right in half. What? what are you talking about? It's what we in my school used to say, cutting the cheese. We used to say, well, who cracked the rat? No. That's, that's better. That's made it. up by Amy Heckling. I don't believe that's real. Uh, Amy Heckling was actually, she looked at my school. That is and so they said, crazy. these guys got the weirdest slang. Cracked the rat? Yeah, we cracked. I cracked the rat. That is Ooh, disgusting. It is awful. <laughs> it sounds violent. Well, yeah. we had much stinkier farts at my school. 
We had, we had a very lovely dairy cheese section at our canteen. Oh my god! Everyone would eat telegio, everybody eat gorgonzola <laughs> at my school, so nobody would cut the cheese. They cracked a rat. Every class was hot box with disgusting farts <laughs> and shots. <laughs> but uh, the mo- the Britney Spears, the Britney Murphy moment that made me crack a so-called rat oh was. Uh, Stop saying <laughs> it. You didn't have to say it that time. <laughs> Say something nice about it. Okay, say. what's so funny about this? Okay, it's normal to crack a rat. No, stop saying it. The woman's dead. Okay, <laughs> well, respect. she cracked her last rat. No, but uh, the moment where I think this is like a proper from start to finish comedic masterclass moment is where it is the first time she meets a Paul Rudd character, mm. and is when her and Alicia Silverstone are like sitting on the couch, and then Alicia Silverstone goes to talk to Paul Rudd. And then they just look back at her and she's singing along to the Mentos theme <laughs> yeah, song. That is with, she's like all the way sunken into the couch, but still somehow like upright. <laughs> and then has her feet like dangling on the couch singing <laughs> yeah. along. And then it ends with like the best like final line where they talk about how she has to build up her vocabulary. And so great in this movie how like vocabulary is such a big part. Like mm. everyone is flaunting their vocabulary at all points in this movie. And then she just learned the word sporadically and says, I hope to see you again. Hopefully it's not sporadically. Yeah. It's so funny. That's awesome. It is very cute. It's like, I, to me, I think that's like a masterpiece scene. Yeah, she's like a little kid. It's so Absolutely. funny. Yeah. Very likable, very cute. Yeah, very mm. likable, very likable. You Absolutely. actually said that Conchetta reminds you. Of Absolutely. Are you serious? I, I think that. so. That's yes. so. That would be yeah. like a dream. When role. she's on the couch and like with her, like the couch yeah. is bigger than her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty Conchetta stuff. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, 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 Conchetta's yeah. the only friend I have that's smaller than the couch. Was why she reminded me of it. <laughs> And I yeah. hear Alicia Silverstone being like, you need to learn how to talk. You need to do these workouts more often. You need to be exercising. That is so our dynamic. I'm like, la, 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 la. <laughs> oh, but yes, this, we love you, Brittany. I love this movie. It had been so long since I revisited yeah. it. And truly, it was like revelatory to like how great this was and like how much it speaks to like comedy in the 90s having like both like style like comedies look don't mm. comedies don't look like this anymore yeah. it mm. looks so beautiful it's shot by fucking bill pope who shot the matrix and like spider-man Whoa. and stuff like one of the great cinematographers and like every shot is like dynamic the way it begins like just having like this fake out music video commercial is like yeah. where it starts and immediately under and like so you're like oh this is kind of cool like, like all these MTV dutch angles mtv yeah. And then, like, having Alicia Silverstone's narration come over the top going, like, that's actually not cool. You're going to see something actually cool now. And it, like, mm. just works so well. It's so dynamic. I just, like, am in awe of this movie. I'll put it in, like, my top ten comedies of all time now. Wow. It's a classic. Oh, that's mm. awesome. It's a classic for a reason. Final question around the table. Mm-hmm. Would you make love to this DVD <laughs> if mm. you could? Well, according to Luke, it is a DVD yeah. and it is up for grabs. <laughs> <laughs> I, wouldn't, I wouldn't do that. Right, Too right. sharp. Yeah. Mm, Something you don't take into account mm. as a woman is the sharpness of the mm. edges of a DVD. Well, what yeah. about actually we bring a little bit of our podcast to yours mm. and mm. I ask a, a DVD and a Blu-ray. Yep. Yeah. You have to fuck one yeah. and okay. one has to watch. Yeah. Yep, yep. Well, okay. Allow <laughs> me. Great, I'm an expert question. on these. I've worked yeah. in the DVD industry and at the cusp of the Blu-ray industry. So I know mm-hmm. both mm-hmm. quite well. A Blu-ray disc is hard-coded. <laughs> less likely to scratch, less <laughs> likely to crack. Okay. A rat, <laughs> a rat or otherwise. 
So no, I would no. say absolutely. Uh, Blu-ray has more cushion for the pushing. So I mm-hmm. would absolutely f the DVD. I would absolutely make sweet, sweet fuck to it, and then the DVD would watch. Wait, you said DVD twice. Yeah, you said. You oh, sorry. The DVD oh well, so I love DVD. Blu-ray. I've got DVD on the brain. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I would fuck the Blu-ray. Yeah. Okay. Also, it's closer to a real guy's name, Ray. DVD, oh, that's, awesome. that's too close to mm. David's. Complicated. And I got see. a best friend called David, so, <laughs> yeah. you know, think well, about you. You'll never cross that line. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to cross no, no, that no. line. But Ray, I've got no friends called Ray. What about Ray Romano? He's not my friend, he's just my idol. <laughs> <laughs> you want to fuck your idol. <laughs> exactly. That's the point of an idol. <laughs> um, uh, I'm going to say trick question. I'd fuck, <laughs> fuck a VHS. Pull the tape out. Easier. Oh, wrap it around. Yeah, wrap, it around. <laughs> yeah. wrap it around your neck. Wrap yeah, it around yeah. your body. Go yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty That's hot so actually. Funny. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe fuck a USB or something. Wow, with a pirated yeah. movie on it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. that's cool. Yeah, it's so, dangerous. Yeah, that's just my little way of having a bit of fun with your game. And <laughs> <laughs> playing by my rules, showing that I'm still in charge. Thanks for playing. Thanks for playing. <laughs> Before we let you guys go, we like to reboot mm-hmm. every movie. We've got the rights. We also have the rights to the Scooby-Doo franchise. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, yeah. we can put them together we can put if them we need together. to. So, <laughs> would you, if you were to reboot Clueless, would you put it into the Scooby-Doo universe? And if so, how? Ooh, uh, um... All right. <laughs> the police. Sorry, my up. career just died. <laughs> <laughs> That's like screen Australia. They're like, oh yeah, actually, you don't have the right to stop And you've got to stop saying that. <laughs> Please come out of the house with the holding your mics up. <laughs> um, I don't know if I would reboot it. We did. There was talk of earlier. Mm. I can't remember if it was on or off mic of a all lesbian reboot of Clueless. Mm. I think that was off mic. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we were talking about it and the room got hot. It's um, definitely. A lesbian porno reboot. Yeah. yeah. Starring myself and Lauren. Well, I mean, <laughs> you guys brought it up. We didn't bring it up. <laughs> We've never said those words before. We didn't, that was not what we were talking about. We never said them out no. loud. <laughs> um, that sounds fun. But mm. I do, the more we talk about a clueless Scooby crossover. Yeah, yeah that's pretty mm. iconic. To me, it works. Yeah, To yeah, me, it, it works. I actually think that they could exist in the same world. I could also love mm. to see Cher's dad having to deal with Scooby mm. you know oh maybe he's living God. in the house and he's like you can't leave your Scooby snacks everywhere <laughs> yeah you know? and don't you picture there'd be like a girl Scooby stepsister character oh. yes yeah, how beautiful and he'd lose it for her cam with her big eyes <laughs> big hot dog <laughs> big fucking she's Doberman. like a little bow in her hair yeah, yeah. Yeah. froth that pink shit collar. pink collar has yeah. he got rabies no he's just frothing the dog <laughs> yeah, yeah my she walks along and then it's like I can see exactly yeah. how it would play out in my fantasy yeah. and in the movie. Brecken's like, oh! <laughs> <laughs> there actually is a reboot currently being like, I, it's been commissioned, they're writing it, they're making it, but I've ca- I've captured this little thing from a press release. In October 2019, it was announced that CBS would be adapting the film into a drama series. The series will be centered around Dion after Cher goes missing and is described by Deadline as baby pink and bisexual blue-tinted tiny sunglasses wearing oat milk latte Adderall-fueled look at what happens when high school queen B Cher disappears and her lifelong number two Dion steps into Cher's vacant Air Jordans. All right, let me say something right now, and that is that this 
sounds like they're trying to Riverdale yeah. the clueless yeah. world. Yeah. I think I hate it. And I hate it. Mm. I yeah. hate it. can't be that. Yeah. I, don't, I don't give a shit. No. Exactly. Cher doesn't drink oat milk. No. She no. just drinks Diet Coke. Yeah. Exactly. Oat milk is like the most high calorie non-dairy milk <laughs> yeah. alternative. Which one? Oat milk. Share <gasps> oh. would never choose it. I don't think so. And I, I also, <laughs> do, I cool, yeah, I, I'm all good with seeing Dion in the spotlight. Mm-hmm. That's cool for me. Yeah. I don't, Need it to be a mystery yes. show, mm-hmm. you know, like a neon mystery. I'm not. I don't need it. I had an idea. Mm. Okay, this is it. We. It's a TV ser- series based on Clueless. Each episode or each season adapt another classic text. That's better. Yes. Yeah. Better. Okay. The same like characters. Same characters. Or you just go Clueless or is the you know you do a Ryan vibe. Murphy style. Clueless is the name of the TV series. It's an anthology. Each season you go. Okay, we're doing Wuthering Heights, but wow. they're fucked and up teens. Yeah, I'm into this. Yes. Then this we go clever. from Wuthering Heights to I don't know another Bronte another sisters old. thing. <laughs> Harry Potter. Harry <laughs> Potter. It's set in England in the olden days, the I'm 1990s. More into this than. What it seems like happened this time is they were like, it's called Clueless. Mm. They don't oh. have clues. Let's make it a mystery. Okay. <laughs> They're looking for clues for Cher's disappearance. I think that's lazy. I think mm-hmm. that stinks. And I've got to say yeah. to everyone at NBC Universal and the streaming provider known as Peacock, mm-hmm. which you is currently have heading towards. made a mistake and F off. Yeah. And that's all I'm going to say. Heed this warning. Yeah. <laughs> We're coming for you. Can you make this? I'll cut. I'll slit your throat. <laughs> I'll fucking slit your throat in your sleep. You fucking losers. You bald losers. Yes. I'm like, hey, are you bald? <laughs> we're gonna come to your house. Uh, yeah. And we're gonna comment on your house. Yeah, you're wow. gonna be fucking embarrassed. <laughs> Fuck, brutal dude. Yeah. That's really freaky dicky stuff. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. actually you scared me so much. I think you could play a ghost in the Scooby Doo okay. movie that well, Lauren and I worked on. I thought on. you were gonna be Thank like, you. you scared me so much. I cracked a rat. <laughs> I slowly like, cracked a rat. <laughs> I very slowly cracked a rat in half. <laughs> I was freaked out and oh I cracked it. God. <laughs> All right. No. I cracked it limb from limb. Ever no. So no, no, no. Okay. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on our podcast. So guys. silly. Mm-hmm. It was so fun. Very Thanks, funny. Guys. You have your own podcast. Tell us about it. Mm. Um, it's called Big Natural Talents. Mm. Obviously, the name explains itself. Is it when based you see on us? <laughs> Cameron told me he likes Big Naturals, and I didn't no, know if you I, meant your no, podcast. No, no. I was talking <laughs> about the podcast. Okay. <laughs> well, it's quite a funny little play on words because we both have, I would say, small to medium, small size to medium sized tits. <laughs> but we also have large talent. For yeah, yeah. Comedy, etc. It's yeah. just a silly podcast. We talk about a bit of everything. We've mm-hmm. got a guest episode with Cameron James. Actually, yeah. so fun. Talk a bit it. about in the Gold Coast. Yeah. It's the best vibes. <laughs> Great one to start with. We've got all the adrenaline from coming off the Scooby Doo. <laughs> <Yes. laughs> yeah. We're so awesome. we coming do. in hot. So if you loved the Scooby chat in this, mm, maybe yeah. pop over there. Also, we have um, we're doing show together at the Sydney Comedy mm-hmm. Festival, six, eighth, ninth of whatever. Look it up. Six, eighth, ninth of May. <laughs> <laughs> you were so close to saying yeah. it. <laughs> and then I failed. Yeah. I cracked it right now. I, I don't want to be too cool and know what date our show's yeah. on. <laughs> Sometime yeah. in the future. Yeah. But so if you're in Sydney, please come. Yeah, it's come. just yeah. going to be stand-up. It's going to be fun. It's like 9.30 or Hectic. 8.30 on the Sunday. So a bit light, bit loose. Mm. Late, loose and crazy with the chicks. <laughs> <laughs> Huge uh, recommend from me. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys are so 
funny, funny stand-ups, funny comedians, funny podcasters. Funny tits as funny well. Tits. <laughs> Weird. Weird, I mean, hilarious tits. <laughs> I've got a 3D render of funny <laughs> And it is hysterical. Oh, grotesque. That'll be on the Patreon. <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to plug? Um, no. Social no. media. Yeah, oh, yeah. Check. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can find all the details and stuff for the comedy show if you get lost on the internet. <laughs> um, on our Instagrams and whatever. So I'm at Lauren Y Bonner. And I'm Conchetta Worldwide, spelled C-O-N-C-E-T-T-A. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much yeah. for plugging Instagram. We love that platform. Mm. We love Instagram. <laughs> it's a great way to see photos and post stories. <laughs> Cameron, your Instagram is at I am Cameron James and you love a good story. Yes, and I've been recently posting stories about my own Sydney Comedy Festival show, which is on the 29th of May to the... No, 29th of April mm-hmm. to the 1st of May. <laughs> Woo! And uh, come along to that. There's a few tickets left. In fact, you they just released more tickets. So got all of our shows. Snap them up. Um, yes. We're now full capacity in Sydney. <gasps> wow. So some of us who were close to selling out are now not close to selling out. <laughs> <laughs> so please buy tickets and come see the wow. show. Also, if you come to the Saturday show, the 1st, I'm filming it. Mm-hmm. So come and laugh at that yeah, if book, you're into book that shit. And yeah. it will be incorporated into Scooby Doo. Yeah. We're going to be using <laughs> seeds of it. Yeah. So. And I will crack a rat live <laughs> on stage. <laughs> Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at this is Alexi, and uh, you can listen to my other podcast with Jen Fricker called The Big Film Buffet, where we talk about movies coming out on Netflix and little snacky surprises during the middle of the week. We talk about what we're obsessed with in popular culture. Also, the series that I directed a bunch of episodes of on TikTok called The Formal Series is out in its entirety. So yes. check it out. It's a beautiful teen rom com. Very funny, very sweet, and extremely cool. That's all I care about is that it's cool. (laughs) Yes. If you watch it, you will be cool whether you crack rats or otherwise. (laughs) And next week on the podcast, we're going to be discussing another teen classic. Your pick, Cameron. Next week on the podcast, we are finally going to be diving in to a very important and iconic film and a very important and iconic poster that was on many a teenager's wall. We're talking, of course, about Donnie Darko. <laughs> Guys, this is at the end of the episode. We just found out live in the room. Alicia Silverstone is in Scooby-Doo 2, Monsters Unleashed. Yep. Holy fucking oh, shit. And we God. didn't even talk about it. We so didn't talk about it. It's like we didn't fucking talk about the movie Waddle at all. <laughs> oh my God. All right, that's all. Anyway. <laughs>